Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of GadgetCast. I am your host, Gregory McFadden, joined by, come on, Travis MCP. I'm still here. He it's amazing. He didn't quit. Come on. No, I'm loving this too much, man. I'm having so much fun with the podcast. It's been amazing. Thank you, everyone who's been listening. It's been great. Ooh, Travis, I mean... You know, we have a lot of listeners now, which is awesome. We didn't think we we'd do. be this far ahead right now. So uh, we're loving all the response so far. We have a five-star rating on iTunes. Yes. So that is awesome. Yeah, yeah I want to I wanna drive that home. I think reviews on iTunes are like, they actually like matter for some reason. They might help with like search and stuff like that. So if you really do like this podcast, if you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, which according to our analytics, a lot of you are, if you really enjoy this show, we're going to say it right at the start, we would appreciate if you just go in there, leave us a review. We would really appreciate that. Yes. And we will feed a puppy every time you do that or plant a tree like Mr. Beast is doing. Uh, Travis, I am starting my own campaign. I was actually going to tweet this out earlier, but I deleted it. Uh, I am starting my own campaign. For every $1 you donate to me, I will destroy a, a tree f uh, from Mr. Beast. That's a great idea. <laughs> I am against the planet, personally. That's yes. my, that's I my mean, position. Really, I mean, who cares about the planet? I mean, at some, at some point, we're gone from it, then who cares? Wow, that got a, I, I that got really dark. Um, so leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, everywhere else you have, you know, listening to podcasts, it doesn't matter. You know, if you're on Spotify, got a lot of listeners there. If you're on the Anchor app, of course, you can always leave us a nice voice message, like we got last week from Anthony. No, no Anthony update this week, unfortunately. He did threaten. He did threaten to call back in, Travis. I did talk to him. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Anthony segment. <laughs> it might it might continue. But uh yeah, we got a really really interesting show for you today because Travis, you uh you you did something that I don't think a Look. lot of people were expecting. Look, here's the thing. So what had happened was, and you know all great stories start with what had happened was. Uh so you and I have been chatting a little bit here and there, um, you know, off, was offline or whatever. I don't know. However, we talk. We are online them. technically. So online, we don't even have each other's phone number. So we DM or whatever the case may be. Um, and, and we, I asked you at one point, like, which, cause I had been kind of feeling this, this strange draw to iPhones and the iPhone 11, I had and recorded a video about a review. I, you know, I thought it was cool. Uh, and I, I've given that to someone and, they're, you know, they're using it, happily using it. And the, the 10R as well, I also uh, reviewed last year. It was the first iPhone I ever bought. And it was, it was a great phone. They're both great phones. But neither one, like, specifically made me want to jump to Apple. Like, they came close. And really, it was more about the fact that I like larger size phones. And um, OLED is kind of important, but not as important as, like, battery life and stuff like that. So with all the great reviews of the iPhone 11 Pro, Pro Max, and even just the 11, um, I started getting an itch. And mainly the itch came because I had made a video recently about how I was kind of bored with my Note 10 Plus. Mm. Now, I had notes ever since the Note 2. And I have a lot of people tell me why they think that I got bored of it. Some people just straight up you know, were questioning why I would get bored of a phone that has all the features. But I think the reality came, it might be like familiar, familiarity uh, breeds contempt. Right, the more familiar with something, the more contemptuous is like I. We're starting to become familiar, pretty contemptuous about each other. I think does that sound right, Greg? Yeah, that, something like that. I think that sounds okay. That sounds okay. Um, and what happens is, <clears throat> I think 
I, I just got bored because I'm used to everything. And I think iOS, even though I use an iPad to edit all my videos and all that stuff, and I'm familiar with it, I'm not using it on a daily basis. So I went to the Apple store. Now, I, before I left, I checked the inventory. And here's a, here's a tip for those of you still trying to get a hold of an iPhone. Just because it says they don't have any does not mean that they don't have any. As a matter of fact, um, the, the inventory said it was empty at that store. And I went two hours before they closed. And when I was talking to the guy, because there was a ton of people there, um, I asked, I just happened to flippantly ask, hey, do you guys even have this? And he was like, yeah, we have a couple. And they won't tell you how many they have, which is another kind of tricky thing, right? They want you to think it's going to be the last one. <laughs> so uh, I was like, oh. So I went over to the stand where you can interact with things. And I picked up the 11 like I'd already had, you know, used. And I was like, okay, cool. Then for some reason, <clears throat> when I picked up the 11 Pro Max, I started to quickly fall in love. And I, I don't know what it was. The screen, I think, had something to do with it. And, but I can't, I, I think it was a screen. I think it was the screen size. And it suddenly felt slightly different and better than the 11. And then I went right back to 11. Oh, it still feels like, you know, whatever. Go back to the 11 Pro Max. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, fine. But here's the problem. No 64 gig there. And I have a problem with 64 gigs on phones now. And I've talked about this many times in my videos. But I, I started to leave. But I, I, okay, here, just, just bring it. I remember saying, just go get it. And immediately having like regret going, this is going to be a lot of money that I should not be spending. And I immediately started doing math. Can I sell my Note 10 Plus? Yes, okay. I know about how much they go for. Okay. Can it, it's still going to be a lot of money. Okay, okay, let's do this. He brings it out. I remember Flossie Carter and a bunch of other tech YouTubers that have had scratches on their screen. I said, you need to immediately put a screen protector on there. I'm not leaving here until you put a screen protector on it. They put one on, which was $40, which was too much. Ooh. But I did not want to have any scratches. And I wanted a case, right? So I want to get a case for it. I wanted the, the silicone case that they sell, the green one. They were sold out. So I had to order that on Amazon. I had to order another one. I got it home. I refused to take it out of the house for the first two days because I didn't have a case. I didn't want to take any. I'm not taking risks, man. This thing's too expensive. But I used it at home for the first two days. I immediately put my SIM in as soon as I got the cases the day and a half after. And I, I gotta say, I really like it a lot. There's not, there's, it's not perfect. No phone is, but just using iOS on a daily basis for the first time ever, like as my primary phone is, is interesting. It's just, I like it. I don't know. I couldn't even, it, I could tell you some things I don't like, but there's so much that I do like that. I don't care about the things I don't like. Hmm. You know what I mean, Greg? Yeah. Cause you know, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 a primarily an iOS user, so uh, there's that thing that you mentioned where, hey, am I getting bored of this operating system? Is it a little too familiar? Uh, I haven't really felt that yet. I, you know, I recently reviewed the Pixel 4 XL. We can talk about that later, but that was, you know, I, I use Android phones here and there uh, just to, you know, keep up with Android and try and see what's going on there. So I don't really ever feel like I'm that like bored of iOS. Um, for me at this point, it's so comfortable, which is sometimes when I struggle going to an Android, it's like, all right, let me see what's new with the latest Android operating system. But I can, I can definitely feel you like sometimes just like, all right, I want to try something new. What's new and exciting out there. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, you really like this phone. Maybe, maybe the reason why you're drawn over the, uh, 
the uh, iPhone 11 to the iPhone 11 Pro. Maybe it was those shiny, you know, stainless steel sides or something like that. The way it glistens Maybe. in your hand, the way it feels. <laughs> do you do you like the do you like the like uh, the more matte back of the 11 Pro? So here's 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 one thing. Number one, for the most part, with the exception of the first day and a half, I've had a case on it. I did find oh. a knockoff silicone case on Amazon for like eleven bucks. That is, I mean, it feels exactly like the Apple one, like exactly. How, ma- how many fact, ways can you make silicon? Come on. Yeah, but the, here's the weird thing. On the inside is like a felt type material, like the things that they wouldn't normally do on a cheap case. So I feel like I have like the legit Apple case, and in that. That feeling is amazing. Uh, take that off. The size made sense because again, I, I've had larger screen phones for a long time, <clears throat> so I like the size. I'm still not a fan of the notch, but with the with the wallpaper that I have, it's hidden most of the time that I actually forget about it um, until I get like a you know like a web page up or something. So and then it's like staring me in the face, like ah, oh, stop it. But <laughs> I will say that the what Apple does so well is they integrate. So many things. I did find one thing that I, I don't like that I really loved about my um, my note. So, you know, like I, I'm happy that it does um, use Face ID for logging into like bank apps, right? Right. But here's something that I really loved that I could do on my note that I can't I can't have figure out a way to do on my iPhone. So I have two-step authentication in my bank. Everyone should have two-step authentication on everything, all the things, right? <clears throat> so when I when I password in, it sends a text. Now on Android, the app, the Bank of America or Bank of wherever app can intercept that text and put that number into the app without you having to copy and paste it. It's amazing. Um, but it doesn't appear to be something I can do on iOS. So that's one thing I noticed. But everything else about how it keeps passwords on different things, the setup of like old accounts that I haven't used on an iOS device in a long time, where it remembers all those passwords and logs me in automatically and some of that stuff. This is the part that I've always given credit for, even when I wasn't using Apple um, for, for a lot of my stuff. Their integration and their ease of use makes the 90% you use your phone for amazing. And I mentioned this in my video the other day. The battery life on this thing is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. It is next level. Now, my usage is going to be different than everyone else's. But here's the thing. Even having said that, I know what my normal battery usage is for um, my Note series of phones, which I've had for many years. I know what it should be. I know that right now, right now it's 2.43 Pacific time where I am. I know that for about, the about amount of usage that I've had, this thing has like two hours of screen on time because I was you know, at church and stuff, so I wasn't looking at it every single second. But I know that I've been using other apps, and I know that right now on a good day at this time, if I'm like doing amazing, I would have about 72% battery on my Note. And that, that's like taking it off at like 7.30 a.m., using it as much as I've used it here. Like I know I have that, I know what that is. This phone, Greg, is at 85%. Ooh. I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. I yeah. have never charged it at night at less than 68%. Oh, Like wow. at 10 p.m. I've, it's never gone behind. I don't know how, to, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the biggest improvements they made to this series of phones. They're promising uh, five more hours of battery life compared to the older 10s Max. And yeah, that's that's one of the experiences I had with using this phone. It's 
like you said, it's a very expensive phone and yes. the features it has, like a nicer screen and stuff like that, it can really draw you in. But I think that's one of the things that it's like, it's the reason that I use this phone over the 11. It's like, wow. Like, you know, yeah. last year, the, the 10R, they made the mistake of giving the 10R the best battery life. And when a lot of people were yeah. going to buy the iPhones, like that's one of the biggest features you can give a consumer is this phone is going to last you longer. You're not going to have to charge it all the time. And yeah. with Apple giving the pros this year, both pros actually have better battery life than the 11, which is smart. But the Pro Max now has the highest capacity battery. They increased the capacity on the on the battery a lot. They gave it more efficient chipset. Just everything they're doing with it is leading to that longer battery life. And yeah, that's that's one of the things that always stays with me. It's like, I agree with you. I took my phone out the other day. I went out, you know, around like 11, uh, haven't charged it, went out the whole day, went to sleep, didn't even put it on the charger, woke up the next day, still had like 50% battery left. It was using the phone for a little bit. Uh, before we started doing the podcast, I put it on the now included quick charger. <laughs> finally, uh, you know, got to another 50% after a couple minutes. And yeah, it's like, okay, it's, this, this thing is so good at battery life. Like there's, there's days where, where I go and I'm working and I'm in, I'm in, I'm in like a love hate relationship with my cellular carrier right now, which is AT&T. And some of the areas around here, they, the cell reception is so, so bad. It, mm. it drains the battery when you're in like a bad cell reception area, which is funny because any, any phone I use, the areas I have to go to day to day, it'll, it'll kill the battery. It, it almost doesn't matter what phone I use. It's like, ah, it's never going to get me through the day. But with this phone, it gets me through the day. And it might, it might like have to be charged at the end of the night because of the situations I'm in. I'm always on YouTube watching stuff, which will drain the battery too. But I, yeah. can, I can last a whole day with this phone. And that's like almost never been my experience with any other phone. And I know I'm not the typical use case. I know most people aren't on their phone as much as I am. And I know most people probably hopefully have a better situation with me with uh, their cellular carrier not uh, tanking their phone. But yeah, the battery life really good. Yeah. And I think that that's the most important thing, because honestly, if your phone is dead, then all the technology that's in it is irrelevant. So they, they knocked it out of the park here. Now, <clears throat> I anyone who has not seen that video, Travis MCP on YouTube, go check it out. I do talk about not leaving Android. I haven't left Android. <clears throat> I just have taken an iPhone and made that my primary phone. And my secondary phone is now an Android phone. So I haven't left Android. And I think some all people right. got <laughs> real so, triggered. So I'm going to you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with Travis. I haven't watched his video. I usually do watch his Saturday videos. Yep. I'm usually in the in the live streams and everything. Had a busy weekend. Wasn't able to uh, to watch. It I wouldn't yet. worry about it because now that you've waited, you can see all the trash comments. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They're waiting. I'm for looking you. forward to it. So here, here's yeah. what I want to ask you: When you say you put your main sim in the iPhone, but you say you're not leaving Android, what do you mean by that? So um, as I kind of talked about in, in the video, um, I think a lot of tech YouTubers and actually a ton of them uh, have are cross platform for multiple reasons, much as you just even explained. Um, you know, you have to kind of understand what's going on elsewhere to kind of give good commentary. So I still have my OnePlus 7 Pro. Um, my secondary line will be in that. And whenever I feel the need to use something, because again, there's certain things that are not on, uh, like, I, the one thing I don't like about iOS is that it just makes your screen ugly. Like, there's just always something on the home screen. There's never any kind of clearness. You can't, like, move things around. It's just, it is what it is. It is, it is so funny for some you reason, mentioned that. It is so funny ahead. you mentioned that. I yeah. I always get a kick out of, um, 
I, I can tell when someone is primarily an Android user by how their home screen looks on their iPhone. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. Do I have on your home screen, yet? is the bottom row clear of apps? Like Bottom row? What the hell are you so, talking about? So on, you know, on an iPhone, it's like a grid. That's all you can do with it. It's oh. not like Android. Yeah. Your bottom row is clear, right, on your home screen? You mean where my phone and then my... No, not, not that camera. one. The one up from it. There's like an, another Love area it. where you could put more apps. Is it is it clear? No, there's there's there's. It's all full. I mean, you got the whole full thing. Yeah, well, they uh, they automatically were put there. No, automatically, I think they <clears> should <throat> like leave that space unoccupied. And I, and I, I don't see- like how it'll how it'll like, it won't completely fill up like my second screen. So my second screen has like two or three options, two or three open, and then it's got like six on the next page. I'm like, well, just just put them where. Fill <laughs> just them automatically blanks, fill them. <laughs> yeah. Like I hate that. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm that's one of the things I'm willing to exchange. So, if I ever feel like iOS is just upsetting me one day, I just pull out my other phone. It's no big deal. So I don't, I, I didn't make it a choice to like never go back to Android. I never made a choice to like, which some people think that you have to. You just, you just don't have to. Um, and it's nice to have the option. Now, I do not recommend anyone do this. I don't recommend anyone buy the 256 gig uh, Pro at this price. I don't think it's worth it. Um, while I'm in love with the phone right now. That price is ridiculous. $1,300 or whatever it was is something I would never tell someone to go pay for a smartphone <laughs> nowadays. But I like it. I mean, what do you want me to say? I think it's overpriced, I'll, but it's great. I'll offer a counterpoint to that. I, I think it is worth it, but you you have to really want it like you do. And you have to have a use case where it's like, hey, I'm an iOS user. I want iOS. And you know what? If I get a regular phone, my battery is dead at the end of the day. That That's definitely going to be worth it to some people. I think that alone is where you can go, okay, if your phone is your primary device, if you rely on your phone, get it. That, you know, it's, it is an expensive phone, but that is one area where I'd say, you know what? If you know you need a phone like that, if you, if you have the money for it, it's not bad. But I do agree, most people go with the 11. Don't, don't be like yes. Travis, don't be like me. Yeah. Don't, don't spend all this money on this phone. <laughs> for half the cost, don't, you could get an 11. And you can give like your friend payment, an 11, man. you know? It's a house payment. Yeah. Let's, let's oh, be for real, it's a house, house payment. payment. But I do love it. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I do not have any regrets at this point. Um, we'll see what happens though. Of course, you know, time changes. I'm very, I'm very interested to see how your usage progresses with, well, with the iPhone. Part of this is the, let's be honest, the accessories that you can get with this. So then the question is what's next? So I have the iPad pro already. That was something I had before <clears throat> the next obvious thing to me, potentially what I was already thinking about before I asked on Twitter and people told me pretty much the same thing would be an Apple watch. Now here's the thing the the five has so many weird reviews and it's too much more expensive than the four that I don't know that it's more, it's worth getting a five over a four for the cost savings. Like I think you can probably get everything you really need out of the four. I mean, I don't care about always on display because when I'm not looking at it, I don't want it to be wasting battery. So I don't care about that. Um, I feel like there's enough of the things in the four to not get the five. However, the three is super inexpensive right now. Although the screen is smaller. So I'm juggling three and four in my head and trying to find a really good price on a four um, or just just to dip my toe in at a very inexpensive price and get the three. Interesting. I have I have a four that I'm not using. Uh, if you want to work something out, maybe. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> oh, ooh. well, that might. Well, that's that's a different story. We, well, might, we, we, we can talk, talk about that not on the podcast, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, that's very. Yeah, but I might be interested in talking something. If, out if you don't decide to go that route, you know, um, I think the four. The, here's the other thing. 
I, I never thought that this would be a reason that I would actually want to go to a four, but it actually is. And it's not one of the reasons normally would be the bigger screen. But here's the other reason. That heart thing, I actually am considering because of the stories of people who did not know they were sick or had an issue. And I, I found out when I got my dental stuff done that I have like pretty high blood pressure. And now I'm a little bit concerned about that stuff. And to have that possibility of it telling me something that I would ordinarily just ignore is something that I would pay the extra money over the three, four. Okay. I was going to tell you to consider the three because, you know, $200, maybe some deals coming up with like Black Friday. You could probably get like a pretty good deal on it. I imagine those are going to like drop to like 150 and Probably. as someone who's never worn an Apple Watch before, you don't want to spend a lot of money on something that you're not going to use. True. But True. but if you are interested in that heart stuff, just by wearing it every day, you'll get those notifications. You'll you'll be alerted. You have the fall detection and stuff like that too. If that's if that's something you're interested in, so the four is definitely going to give you a lot more health features. And then of course you can take the ECG and see if you know you have atrial fibrillation. Anything's wrong with your heart? So yeah, I would I guess I would just say just go with the four. If you're if you're yeah. really interested in those features and honestly the design on it it it's it's a much nicer experience you get a lot you know the the watch faces on it go edge to edge so you can fit a lot more complications and stuff like that so you can see all of your status statuses so I would definitely say to consider the four from a from what you're looking at now one of the other accessories that are really popular with iPhones AirPods any any plans on yeah. that. No, that's not happening. Not not even for, not even a pair of rumored AirPods Pro for the gym. They're saying maybe this week we're going to be treated to uh, some AirPod announcements. That I will say this: the the picture that leaked with the 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 midnight green, because it matched the phone. I actually halfway I for a second considered. It. I'm like, ooh, it does look nice. That ooh. color is nice. I don't know. I mean, first of all, I've got to figure out what the actual reality of these things are. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of earbuds anyway, and I already have a couple that I, I rarely use. Um, and I don't want to look like a complete D-bag uh, you know, with my iPhone and my, <laughs> my watch and my AirPods, and I'm too rich for you. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll reserve judgment. I think if I were to do anything, I don't know I would pay this much money, but those, um, the Beats Pro, whatever those ones, I think you did a review on them. Yeah. Um, those apparently are really good, uh, but they are expensive. Th those are good. Uh, they are expensive at two fifty, but there are a lot of um, deals on those right now where they're dropping. Even even at the official Apple website, my mind was blown. Really? They were fifty dollars off on Apple's website. I'm like, what? what? I've never seen a sale on Apple's website on like anything, even That's third crazy. party stuff. I was like, this is crazy. So yeah, I've, I've seen it on Amazon, Apple's website. Um, you can get them for a pretty reasonable cost right now if you wait around. And I, again, like I said, Black Friday's coming up. I imagine if you wait, yeah. if you're looking for that, you can weigh your options. They work almost as well as AirPods. They have the ear hooks, though, which I think the AirPods... That's what I actually I, like. I like those. You like those, yeah? I, I'm, I like I the like AirPods. Your... You can take them out like a little faster. kind of goes into the overall experience. Hey, if you get an Apple Watch, getting, getting either the Beats or the AirPods, it's like a magical experience. Like if you want to yeah. listen to audio on your watch, if you want to do like any workouts in the gym, you just bring your watch with you. It just syncs so well. It's that entire Apple experience. You're just like, it mm. just, you're using your iPhone one second. You just go on your watch, you know, put on a, you know, the Apple watch has podcast support. If you want to listen to GadgetCast, Travis, while you're working out, just put yes. on your AirPods, go into the podcast app on your Apple watch, listen to some GadgetCast. Oh, you're going to be in so much bliss. <laughs> you know what? You know what else, Travis? You know what else you can listen to on your Apple Watch? What? You can listen 
to an audiobook from on our, your watch on your watch now we have a sponsor you might know them they're called audible do you know audible travis i do know audible they're actually owned by amazon and they are the world's best place for audiobooks Ooh, i like that yes travis is completely right audible is a sponsor of gadgetcast that's right we have enough listeners where we can get sponsors so with audible you can listen to audiobooks if you don't like reading, I mean, you're listening to a podcast at this point. You like the audio experience. So why not listen to some books instead of this podcast? After you're done listening to this podcast, don't, don't, go, go, don't go to Audible right now. Finish this episode. But when you're done finishing this episode, you're going to want to go to audibletrial.com slash gadgetcast. You'll get a free audiobook, Travis. I think you should sign up for this right away. Yeah, I can't read. So this is a great opportunity oh, for me to, perfect. to get some books. So one of, one of the audiobooks I recommend is you're listening to this podcast. We're talking a lot about Apple products. The man kind of behind it all, Steve Jobs, they have an audio book biography, Becoming Steve Jobs. That's by Brent Schlender. And it's narrated by George Newbern. Now, before Audible even sponsored us, before GadgetCast was even an idea in my head, I... I was so consumed on this audiobook, Travis. I listened all the way through. It is a really great biography. Uh, it's Some people say it's even better than the Walter Isaacson version of the biography, which a lot of people do have issues with. And you really get to see how Steve Jobs became Steve Jobs, all of the successes, all the failures he had along the way. And it just gives you this glimpse into this man's life who quite frankly, came back and saved Apple and kind of just led the revolution on a lot of the products we're talking about today. So again, go to audible, audibletrial.com slash gadgetcast, or you, of course, you can just check the show notes. We'll have a link there. Sign up, get a free audiobook, cancel anytime. It's going to be great. Travis, you're going to be listening to audiobooks on your Apple Watch. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can't wait. All right. So I think we talked enough about Apple. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about Android. I mean, come on. Uh, so my yeah. Pixel 4 review, Pixel 4 XL, let me clarify, went up live. Um, so, man, uh, <laughs> I the last episode we kind of talked about Pixel 4 XL, and I, I, I kind of came away with the same conclusion of it's a good phone. It's a little overpriced for what you're getting. Android experience on it's really smooth, though. You got, you got some great software there. Um, Android 10 in particular, because you, you know, on Android, I'm, I always, I always forget, like if you're on like a, a galaxy phone, you're not probably on like Android 10 yet. You're still waiting for your updates to, to hit there. So they have like a yep. new gesture system that come on. It just, it just <laughs> shamelessly copies the iPhone 10's gesture system, swiping up to yep. go home, swipe and hold, you know, get into the app switcher, swipe on the bottom. You can switch between apps, which is actually interesting because you're talking about, Oh, fresh experience. All of a sudden I'm using my pixel four. I'm like, this is exactly like my iPhone. This is so easy to switch to now. If you're if you're if you're going if you're trying to switch to the, like the Pixel now, the gesture system, like the navigation's like almost exactly the same. So I'm like, wow, this is like really interesting. This is like almost just using like the iPhone, except the the software looks a little different. Now, yeah, I, I, listen. This is this is Google. In the case for anyone who doesn't know, the Pixel is Google's version of an iPhone, essentially, because they they kind of control. The, the the actual putting together of the phone and they already control the software. So this is like, this should be their iPhone, right? Oh my God, yeah. And and a lot of people, you know, we're on Twitter, we're talking all these different content creators, all these different tech reviewers. 
And and a lot of people kind of like, you know, I keep I keep saying, I keep saying it's a good phone. I just think it's overpriced. But then people are like, well, it's all about the the Google experience and what the Pixel offers. And it does offer those things, you know, the soft the software is good. It is speedy. Um, you know how we talked about the 90 hertz refresh rate, how we both kind of didn't see it there. Yeah, that's confirmed now. There, there's something in the software itself that throttles down that 90 hertz display sometimes. And and sometimes it has to do with how high you have your brightness. So if your brightness isn't over a certain threshold, you're not getting 90 hertz, which I think is kind of crazy. Uh, you're, there's just other ways. And when you're scrolling and stuff, it's, it's to conserve the battery life. Because even with that conservation of, you know, throttling 90 hertz you know people used to talk about like throttling like cpus and internet speeds now we're actually throttling display refresh rate that's to save battery life and the 4xl just has like an okay battery life and i, I was actually talking to um brandon from this is tech today and i was saying like the battery life's kind of just mediocre i don't even think it's as good he said it's as good as like a note 10 i kind of disagree with that I, I i've used samsung phones before i think the battery life on those were better uh just but maybe not by like a crazy amount, but man, going going from the iPhone 11 Pro to that Pixel, it kind of hits you like, oh yeah, I wish the battery mm. on this was was better. It definitely can't get me through a day. Now maybe on like a nor like you say you had like a light day today, you'd probably get through at the end of the day. You know, have 10% battery life. But when you're used to being now now on the iPhone, when you're used to you can get like two days maybe out of this. You go yeah. back to that, and if it dies halfway through the day, and you have to charge. You're like, okay, why why is this phone? you know, $899 and not even, not even cause my, my version's the 128 gigabyte and that's a thousand dollar phone right there. Yeah. And I am, I'm going to actually do what I've been wanting to do now is I'm not going to charge this phone tonight, the iPhone. I'm actually going to see if I can roll all the way through tomorrow. So I took it off at uh seven or 8 AM this morning. I will not charge it again until maybe 10 or 11 tomorrow night. My guess is this will work. I guarantee you that's not going to work on the Pixel. I doubt it would work on a lot of the Samsung phones unless you're really light. So I think that says a lot. Hopefully what will happen is is this the, 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 the iPhone's battery will become such a hit and so many people will talk about it that that will be the primary focus of all smartphone creators for next year. I think that would be great. Ooh. Hey, you know, and talking about Pixel and iPhone, one of the things I did here and to be honest, I, I use dark mode on iPhone automatically, so it switches at night. I kind of like that effect. On the Pixel, I really didn't use dark mode too much. I was just in the light mode. I kind of preferred it the way it was. Uh, some people are saying out there by putting putting it into dark mode on both phones, you're going to see significant battery savings. So I, I think you should do that challenge. I think you should just put it in dark mode. See, Just see how much battery life you can get out of it. Yeah, I think mine is in dark mode. Oh, there you now. go. How do I tell? Let's see. Just go into settings. I, I think be I like. Oh, oh no, I guess I'm not because oh, no. Gmail isn't. I think I have it set for the time, like a time of day it switches. Yeah, that's how I have it uh, set up. I prefer it that way. So I don't yeah, blind myself in the middle of the night. Dark mode. So yeah, I bet you even more um, that that would be the case because for an OLED screen, I mean, it just makes it just makes sense, right? I mean, you're using less pixels uh, being on at any particular time. So of course, um, that's going to give you more time. And that's actually scary that you get even more time. Here's the other thing about that. I like to not charge my phone. I like to charge it as few times as possible because obviously every time you put a, you know, a cycle on it, that's a little bit less of your kind of overall battery life. Um, so if I can get away with uh, getting it, you know, a day and a half, two days without having to charge it, you know, it's in my mind, it's, it's just going to help the battery uh, health be, you know, even better. So I think it just promotes uh, being able to keep your, your devices even longer. Oh, 
Of course. I could be wrong, though. No, no, I'm you're, not, you're absolutely right. The less you charge your phone, the less you're draining it, all that stuff. And there's there's all this science behind it. Like, you want to keep it charged from anywhere from, like, 20% to 80%. You don't right. want to go all... I mean, just by charging it less, by not going through the entire battery cycle, you're going to prolong the longevity of your phone. And, you know... These are the biggest battery capacities in iPhones, which have traditionally had, like, in, in, in comparison to Android, pretty small batteries yeah. inside of them. Still, still okay on the battery life, but not not like this. So it'll be interesting to see how if this affects battery health just by having just more battery to work with. But again, I want to I want to go back to the Pixel. So yeah, you you you've used the Pixel Four like a little bit. You didn't get yeah. one to review, um, right. and I think. It's so hard to kind of like fit this. My, my main thing when I try and review a product, I know every product I use isn't going to be necessarily for me. Like I know in the back of my head, when this when this review is over, my SIM's going back in my iPhone. It's not going to mm-hmm. stay in the Pixel. Um, that doesn't mean I would never switch again if, if, you know, like Travis is on, he put a SIM in the iPhone because he's interested. If a, if a product from Android ever, you know, if I was ever like blown away, like yeah, obviously my, my SIM card would go in that phone. It's not like, oh, I got I to gotta stay loyal to a company. That's, that's ridiculous. But I know lo- what I prefer. And I, th- I think that's a hard point for almost every reviewer because at the end of the day, you're using a product. And I think that's something that's unique to, you know, whether you want to just say you're a tech reviewer. There's, there's some people who, you know, go even higher than that. They're like tech journalists. At the end of the day, there is a preferred product that you use. And you kind of have to balance your reviews in a way to kind of, kind of just forget about that. And that, that can be hard to do. So, so but I, again, I try and think about the user. Who, who is this phone good for? It's someone who wants Android and someone who wants the latest updates. Google promises three years of updates, which on the, on the iOS side of things, that sounds kind of bad. But on the Android world, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Travis, that's actually pretty good to get that many yes. updates and get them the day they're released. So that's a positive. Uh, camera on the phone, again, I, I think it's a great camera. I got to say, though, Travis, to me in my review, I, I say the iPhone beat it. And that, that's very that's a that's a battle that's going on right now. Uh, you know, whether it beats it. One of the things I really like about the iPhone and, and they were last to this feature was the night mode photography on the iPhone. It just kind of toggles automatically. You really don't have to worry about it. You don't have to remember, oh, wait, I got to go into the separate mode. You just, oh, I see something I want to take a picture of. Just take your camera out, point and shoot, snap. If, if it's dark enough, the night mode's just going to enable automatically. And then you just get like a really nice picture. With the Pixel, I always had to remember, oh, yeah, I got to go into the yeah. night mode. I, I, I don't want to mess this shot up. And <laughs> Travis, mm. video. Ooh, mm. what a difference. I... Can we can we talk like smack on like other reviewers on this podcast? I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. Linus, Linus. I love I think Linus makes like very interesting reviews. I like I like watching his channel. I think like everything's like very interesting the way he presents it. And on unlike some people, I always like to get the opposite point of view. Like I don't yeah. always want to be in a bubble. I don't want everyone going, "Oh, the iPhone's the best. It's this and that." I love getting the opposing point of view. I like to hear other people's perspectives. I think that makes tech very interesting. But Linus was like, hey, this video is just as good as like the iPhone now. They really stepped up their game this year. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> do, do I have a, are my eyes bad? I, I did my review and I, you know, it's fair. I just took out the phone. I'm like, all right, let's do some video samples. Ooh, iPhone, mm. the dynamic range, the colors, 
the crispness. Oh, it's so the video on this thing is so good. I, I um Austin Evans, another tech reviewer, said like on Twitter, he was just like nonchalantly like, "Yeah, we've been putting iPhone footage into our main videos, and no one's noticed. No one's <laughs> noticed. We we have, you know, these guys use like really expensive cameras. Like, yeah. Oh, forget it. Like." Forget the iPhone costs. Oh, these these things really would cost you a house. And wow. they're they're just taking smartphone footage, putting it into their main production line. That's hilarious. And it's and it's like no one notices. Isn't that crazy? It says a lot. It says a lot. Well, you know, I remember saying when Apple was on stage, they talked about how it was gonna be the best smartphone, you know, video smartphone that you can get out of smartphone anywhere. And I was like, okay, that's a really bold claim with nothing backing it up. Well, I mean, all right, and here's the thing. I mean, for all the all the accolades that Google got last year for pictures, uh, they did not get all those accolades for video. So you would hope and think that they would have spent the time to make the video amazing, and it doesn't appear that they did that at all. Yeah, and I mean, it's not that it's bad. Let's be clear, it's not terrible. It's not bad. Well, it's um, you just expect more. It's not. It's not bad. It's it's so hard. You you watch. <laughs> so if you if you're watching stuff on a phone screen, honestly, sometimes it is hard to tell the differences. But right. once you big it, once you bring it to a bigger screen, like I had it on my iMac, 27 inches, the the difference is like, it's very noticeable to me. So it really does depend what you're watching on. If you if you are watching on your phone, the smaller screen, sometimes it is harder to notice those like little nitpicky things. But um. Just the flexibility the the pro model gives you where you can do the ultra wide 4k you go back into normal you can zoom up into it audio is also like really good for for smartphone microphones like wow like these are pretty good if you're getting close to your subject you can actually like you might not even need an external microphone sometimes which is kind of crazy mm. um but i i've i've been like so if uh people watch my content on youtube I'm always inside. Like some people are like always outside having, having the time of their lives, Travis. And I'm, I'm just inside in my, <laughs> in my white room and <laughs> looking all depressed. <laughs> but uh, ever since I got the pro, I've been going outside and I've been like, you know what? Cause, cause I don't want to bring like a, like a big camera with me and like, all right, I, mm -hmm. I don't want to set up the tripod and stuff like that. It's like, I, I, I don't want, I don't want to draw that much attention to myself. But lately I've been bringing the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 pro out. And I've been getting some outdoor shots in my video and I'm like really, really happy with it. I don't. Mm. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Jonathan Morrison. I'm not color correcting right. like crazy. My video doesn't look the best. I know that. But even so, I could just take this, shoot it, do no edits to it. And I'm like happy with it. I'm like, oh, this looks so, so good. I'm glad you're bringing that up because I actually am and have already uh, started shooting um, one of my videos with the iPhone 11 Pro. I'm act this is one of the few times where I'm doing it not as part of the review of the phone, but just ancillary. Like it has nothing to do with the phone. But I want some footage in a room where I don't really feel like moving my main camera to. Um, and the, the lighting is not good in there. So we're going to see, typically smartphones fall apart in that room. We're going to see how well this footage comes out. I'm actually really excited to see. I'm not going to mention it in the video. I'm not going to say, hey, this was shot on my iPhone. I do want to see if anyone makes mention of it. My guess is no, but we'll see. That'll that'll be very interesting to see because that yeah. is that is where both of these phones still have some work to go. If you're doing anything in low light, not necessarily what you're doing, maybe that'll be interesting to see if people can notice the difference. But if you're going like in the dark, there's there's still a lot of noise in the video. So that is that's another area where they can improve upon. And it's funny because people are like, well, what, what, what more can they do with a smartphone camera? What more can they do with smartphones? 
I think there's still a lot of improvements that both of these phones can make. Uh, 2020 supposed to be a huge year for iPhones, um, brand new redesign, maybe some 5G. So, you know, I'm, I'm so excited to see like what we can keep doing with these phones. Again, I, I ended my Pixel 4 review with going like, this was like a good attempt. They, they wasted too much time to me on like those hand gestures. I think it was like a wasted effort. Hopefully they can either improve those to where it's like something you want to use or if it's not going the way they want, maybe abandon the project, maybe lower the cost on the next unit, or just deliver a better package overall in the Pixel. And one of, one of my things with my Pixel 4 review is I said in the Pixel 5, I really, really want to see them step up the video quality. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, I think at the end of the day, next year's phone battles are going to come down some video and uh, some video options. And of course, I think most importantly, battery. I think that's that's where the battle lines have been drawn this year. 2020 is going to be super interesting, and we'll just have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. This is our longest episode ever. Oh, so long. It's a great episode. Is anyone is anyone here. even listening? At, of course they are. They're listening <laughs> well, all the no. way through. They love it. Hey, again. Well, hey, for the people that are, for the people that are, we want you to reach out to us and give us your feedback and give us uh, things we can talk about, questions, whatever. You can obviously go on Anchor, leave us a voicemail there, anchor.fm, and look. Um, actually, if you if you see here in the link of the description of this podcast, there's links to all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, go there, leave us a message, or uh, we need to give them an email address so they can email us or tweet us. Our Twitters are in the, um, the show notes below, but uh, I think they need to have a way to email us so they can email us questions and stuff, Greg. Get on that, Greg. What are we doing? Come on. You know, I want to I want to see more voicemails, but we're going to definitely open up the email. We're going to have yeah. lots of questions. You know what? Maybe we'll include that in this show notes. So go ahead. Check the show notes. If I did my work, there will be an email <laughs> where you can leave questions. <laughs> but again, if you want to ask us any questions, again, go to our Twitters. Those are in the show description. Again, if you are an Apple podcast listener, please leave us a review. You're already like 42 minutes into this show so you probably like it leave us a review there we're at five stars that's amazing that's so awesome yes. i'm so proud of that do not troll us no why would Don't you want to do that that would be terrible okay listen we're gonna wrap this up hopefully uh you've not just got fired from your job for listening to us for 45 minutes uh but we appreciate it if you did and if you did drop us a line let us know um not that we can hire you or anything but we will use it as bragging i think we will use that as our promo so good, you'll get fired. Ooh, I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, is that a, is that a good tagline? Is that our new merch? Yeah, so 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 good, you'll get fired. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, for another episode of GadgetCast, I'm Travis. He's Greg, and we are out. Peace.